Number one, the bank want a drug screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having. What's on the menu? Uh, we are back for the pod. It's been so long. So, so, so long. You know, it's holiday times. Everyone, everyone gets so busy. But we are back again at full strength. Yes. The full roster. Full yes. Off IR once again. Yeah. God, the injuries keep piling up on me. They're, we gave really thanks. That's what happens. When the you good news about these give injuries, your heart and soul though, is I always come back better and hornier than ever. That's exactly what we were hoping for. <laughs> you got to get all the energy out. Yeah, but um, we are talking about a movie that I saw probably 15 days ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, the new Mark Malloyd film, The Menu, featuring Voldemort and the girl who plays chess. Ralph is so fucking good. Um, it's Raph, right? I always call him Ralph. Um, Ralph? Is it? It's it Raph. Is it Raph? I thought it was Ralph. Is it? Is it? Or did you just hear someone know. with an accent? I actually heard. Name. I heard someone pronounce That's what it. I wonder. I heard someone pronounce it the other day, and it was like completely out of right field. Like, did not. Was that not my favorite podcaster? Yeah, that was the final. <laughs> <right there. laughs> wait, wait. Mark Malone directed Ali G in the house. He did, What's I think. That? Oh, <laughs> what? That is so he had a nice. weird, he had a really weird filmography. Yeah, um, he, there's, it's like empty, and it's like a chick flick. But but he, this guy is primarily a TV director. Um, yeah. He does a lot of TV work. Um, he's done a ton of Succession on HBO. Have you guys watched oh, that? Oh no, I want to so it's bad. Super it's good. I like list. it a lot. It's one of my favorite shows at the moment. Uh, he's, behind he's, White Lotus he's on my list. Directed. We were just talking about yeah, White Lotus before, before you got here. Um, he's directed episodes of the Game of Thrones and he, a lot of, uh, the, the Showtime show Shameless, if you guys have heard, heard Shameless. Did, also. did watch that. Which I also liked was a lot. Was not like the biggest fan of it. To be I, liked it. I, I liked it. But... I watched it when I was like younger. Um, and yeah. I liked it a lot. I'm sure if I revisited it now, I might I, have a little bit of a different opinion. I but... binged it. So that could have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. But Durkin's a big Shameless guy. He is completely shameless. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. yeah. shameless. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, this guy primarily a, a, a TV director. He's British, so we got that's got, unfortunate. Got that going for him. That explains why he's so cheeky. Yes. Who does he look like? He looks like someone. Kind of like Seth MacFarlane. His yeah. name is Mark Nimoyd. Seth MacFarlane mixed with somebody. Abraham Lincoln. No, I don't see that one. Oh, okay. Mark Malad. It'll but, come to me. It'll he come. looks put it, like put a uh, top hat on him. in this one picture I'm looking at. He looks like Jason Sudeikis. I'm a little bit. A hit. Maybe. A little bit. Oh, he looks like Jared from Subway. Oh. Yeah. The Predator? Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of looks like Kanye West. I'm sorry, Mark. You probably didn't deserve <laughs> that. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, this actually movie did okay. Okay and for... he was a co-producer of Entourage, <laughs> which is a great show. Mm. Um, This movie did pretty good business. Nothing nothing crazy. Nothing like uh, some of your, 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 your blockbusters. But for like a... Normal, um, a like non. What am I thinking of? Uh, Marvel. Yeah, non. Uh, <laughs> non uh, established IP. Yeah, IP. Yeah. Uh, original script. I'm pretty sure. Was it based on anything? I don't. Was it written so. by him? It was I think not. it was. I think it was based on a short story. Okay, but pretty much original story, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it made $36 million in the box office, which is nothing to shy away from. Pretty good. I'll verify that. Uh, it was not written by him. It was written by two guys, Will something. Seth Reese and, and Will Tracy. Yeah. 
Holy moly, I can't stop yawning. Oh, no, you got really to can that right now. I think there's no yawn the whole episode. I think there's no yawn. Everything you say should just be yawning. No, there's no it's, yawning. It's been like the last 10. Yeah, we got to shake some rust off. We forgot how to podcast. I'll tell you what. This is a pr- pretty pretty good cast. I like this cast a of lot. this movie? Yeah. I do like this cast a lot. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, two, two, two people particularly really steal the show. Um... But everyone in, in general, even no matter down to how small of a part they did, I thought did really well. A little bit of background. Will Tracy, is that the writer? Yep, that's one of the writers. Dined at Cornelius Schmalter restaurant during a honeymoon and later suggested a story to Seth Reese inspired by the experience. That's where the I idea came from. I listened to an interview from Seth Reese today. It was on the blacklist. The show? the the list of like the unproduced best scripts that went around hollywood oh this was one of those Mm -hmm. damn it was originally supposed to be emma stone in the lead that would have been different i feel like she's kind of like one tier above at least like not not like talent per se even though i do think she's extremely talented but like yeah booking wise i don't know she's a different because anya's still rising emma stone is established yeah but she's pretty much I think Anya is like is pretty much like at her peak right now. Um, yeah. Like well, that's she, the thing. Well, but that's the thing is, or will she take another step and be like sure. Margot level building? Well, I don't know if anyone really is going to be able to get Margot level building. That's like <laughs> some insane shit. Like, you, yeah. you can't make a movie these days without Margot. Robbie <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I I like both of those act actors a lot. Um, but I think it's a very different movie with Emma Stone in it. Uh, and not as good. I, I kind of agree. I think it, it's better with Anya Taylor Joy in it because she has. I think a, she did a great job. Yeah, she was really the, the way that she she can like carry a weight with her, like she can like cut through you with her eyes. She would play this role very. What's ironic though is that's what I think Emma Stone is most known for. Is like she's always like a sardonic, like quick, uh, quick witted. What the fuck is the word I'm thinking for? She a quip. That's the word I'm looking for. Sure she's always fucking quipping people and shit like that. So I can definitely see the more I think about it, like especially the ending, no well, spoilers, but like think, that definitely could yeah. have been Emma Stone doing that. I think that. Emma Stone brings like more of an innocence to, to the role than Anya Taylor-Joy does. I think like she, she gives off more of like a weighty performance than Emma Stone would have. Mm. But what's ironic is I totally get what you mean, but I actually think it reversed. Okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> sure, sure. I, we should save this for unanswerable questions. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, any other background information? Um, I, I know nothing. Yeah, that's pretty much so, it. This, yeah, this really, came out of nowhere to me. I didn't yeah, do I didn't like, any research on I this at all. So, I didn't know about Sorry, it. guys. It was like two months ago that I remember people being like, oh, new trailer for the menu. And I was like, yeah. oh, this will come out in two years. Because I was like, it's Anya Taylor-Joy. It's Raph. This is going to have a large fucking rollout. And what? I didn't realize they're just going to drop it in two Ralph. months. I don't know. If it's I want to say Ralph. Can I just say Ralph? Yeah. Can we say Ralph? Just in case. I think he'll Ralph. be pissed if he hears it. I think Ralph Fiennes. Is how he is such it. a funny name, though. Is it Ralph ever... Fiennes? That's not how you pronounce it at all. It's not. Have you ever read his I full name? I thought it was like Fiennes or whatever. Have I already read his full um, name on this pod? Sorry, guys. Ralph would... Nathaniel Twistleton Wickham Fiennes. <laughs> Shut, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, yeah. Yeah, there's tw- no show. That's just his last name is Twistleton Wykeham Fines. I have to. <laughs> no, I need this. to see this on the big. If screen. I had my druthers, it would be Ralph Fiennes. But every time I say that, people correct me. <laughs> 
There's no way it's his real Rafe. name. Rafe. Holy Rafe. shit, it's his real name. Ralph Nathaniel <laughs> Twizzleton Wycam. He's, <laughs> he's so fucking He's a man funny. with three last names. <laughs> I, lo- I literally love him. I think he is such a fucking great actor. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? Look up how to pronounce it. Nathaniel Twistleton White. How, how does he look different? Not only in every movie, but every single picture I see. No, literally, him. I've never right? seen him look like that. <laughs> no, ever in my whole life. I've never seen him look like any. Of him with people. a beard just hanging out looks completely foreign to me. I've never I seen that man. I could walk past him on the street and not recognize him. Him with no nose that I recognize. Rife exactly. Rife finds how you pronounce it. Oh, Rife finds. Rife finds. But then why does it say Rafe right next to it? I think it's Rafe Fines. You think it's Rafe? Yeah. Hey, Ray Fines. Sure. It's Ray Fines. Look at that fucking. Look at that fucking. What is his uh, job Whistleton title? Actor. His what? The head of the hotel. Oh. In Grand Budapest? In yeah. Grand, um, I love that man. <laughs> I love that picture of him. He looks so fucking cheeky. <laughs> Look how cheeky. Look how cheeky he looks. Where in England is he from? Um, Let's take a guess. I bet he's from... (laughs) We are um, so off the rails. He's from Brighton. I bet he's like from Brighton. Brighton? Uh, Ipswich. Ipswich, United (laughs) Kingdom. Isn't that right outside of London? Ipswich is a hilarious I think it's to the right of London. Well, there's Port Town and Suffolk. We got it on Google Maps here. Look at this. That's a walkable city. You know how jealous I am? Yeah, it's to the right of London. Cambridge. London. It is to the right of London. London. Boom. South of Norwich. Now, I, I wasn't that far. Brighton, I'm pretty sure, is a coastal town. So now go over to Insurin. We're not. That's not a real place. <laughs> um, Let's just read British towns. Hell yeah. The Ipswich waterfront? Now go to In Bruges. <laughs> Let's connect all the dots. How about you read okay. the summary? Uh, this, well, this isn't really a summary. It's more of just a, a sentence that describes the movie. Um, wonderful surprises await you all. A couple travels to a coastal island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. <laughs> Is that going to fit everyone? Easily. 12 customers total. How do they turn a profit? 12.50 a head, that's how. What are we eating, a Rolex? It's one of his classics. You have to try the mouthfeel of the mignonette. Please don't say mouthfeel. Tonight will be madness. Welcome. We'll endeavor to make your evening as pleasant as possible. Welcome to Hawthorne. Here we are family. Yes, we harvest, we ferment, we gel. They gel? We gel. He's not just a chef, he's a storyteller. The game is trying to guess what the overarching theme of the entire meal is going to be. You won't know till the end. Who are you? I am Margot. Why do you care? I have to know if you're with us. Or with them. This menu. The pictures, they're of us. This guest list. How do they get these? It's not good. This entire evening. 
Produced by Adam McKay. Yeah, and Will Ferrell. I don't like how uh, he didn't eat the cake. I think he had bigger things in his mind. But yeah, this is a movie, a a food horror movie, a a a culinary horror, a movie. culinary thriller, a, a first of its genre, a culinary horror. Yeah, very interesting. Um, That's it. Now I need to look that up and see if I agree. But yeah, so basically a, a, a film where two people are introduced to uh, and brought to an island where a world-class chef is preparing a, what is it, what is it, it was like $1,200 like per plate? Yeah, or something like 12, that. 1250 per person. And uh, Was it 1200 or 12000 I know, he just said twelve fifty per head. I'm pretty sure as well. I bet that's it. Yeah, can't imagine it being that expensive. Yeah. Um, and uh, a uh, fresh was also a food <laughs> horror film, and this year as well. This is the second food <laughs> horror film. Of Isn't this that year. also like a cannibal movie though? Yeah. Are all cannibal movies food horror movies? Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. But okay. that one, like. Let me not spoil nothing, sure. but they get into the logistics of buying <laughs> yeah. and selling human meat. Okay, cool. Is it good? They claim so. Oh, have you not seen it? No, no, no. I haven't eaten human meat. <laughs> oh, no, I meant the food. Oh! <laughs> the film was uh, three stars. Better than the menu. <gasps> For you? For me. Because not content. Because yeah. honestly, now I'm kind of wondering if I believe that. This has that. a pretty high rating, actually. Um, but but anyway, uh, they they go to experience a very high class meal, and hijinks ensues for the worst. Yeah, it gets so sure. wacky. Um, you didn't like this movie. Yeah, let's start the beef now. Damn, we're going right to it. <laughs> yeah, not particularly. Because because just for 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 reference, I I'm like pretty in the middle. I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I'm not going to like really celebrate it a ton but i thought it was good and i enjoyed it and i think it's like a really good date movie a really good movie that you could like bring with friends and and me and me and brunton went and saw it together and uh, did you make out oh, i i was just so enthralled by the flick. just hand on the thigh the half yeah, of the sack. Yeah, hand I, on the half of the sack mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's it was a good time and, and me and boop were talking a little bit i don't want to i wanted to save yeah. it for the pod but uh, he liked it a lot. I really liked it. Yeah, save it for the pod. Don't bring it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so tell me, uh, why didn't you like it? So, one thing I was actually thinking about as I was watching that trailer right there, like one of my biggest beefs with it is the tone of Rafe's character. Okay. So, like, I really liked him as this like uh, completely alien-minded like villain. 
like not to invoke this character but like mm-hmm. joker ask like i'm gonna just burn this shit all down mm-hmm. like fuck all of this and then but i also did like when he was being a bit more comedic for instance the scene that i'm thinking of specifically is when he's like explaining to them why they're in this situation mm-hmm. and he goes on the rant about the critic you raised my art up to this level where it was signaled to rich people that it was high class and then here I have two people who don't appreciate me at all who only dine here because you raised me up on this pedestal, mm-hmm. which I'm like, OK, so we're setting him as like an actually like morally sound, you know, like antihero, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then he turns and John Leguizamo's like, why, why am I here? And he's like, well, I didn't <laughs> like that movie. And then even but that's funny. And then even after that, I burst out laughing <laughs> when he says to the woman uh, uh did you go to college she says yes he says did you have to take out student loans she said no and he goes you will die <laughs> where'd you go like, brown <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was and i was like okay i also like him as like i'm off the rails like everyone's gonna die yada yada like i have just completely become nihilistic and everything needs to burn yeah um... and to me, you can't mix those two things, you know? Okay. I, I I understand what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree with all of it, mm-hmm. but I think he's very much uh, a nihilist for sure. Yeah. And uh, I don't have a problem with them blending the the uh, the comedy in it. Because I think overall, this is like a pretty funny movie. I yeah. think this is much more of a comedy than it is a horror movie. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by that. And I thought he his performance was great. But I think what where they were trying that that what you didn't like <laughs> that was like so sudden. Is, is they really give him they really give him empathy and like he, like not only not towards him but he is giving it to specifically Annie Taylor Joy. Yeah. Which you you think doesn't fit his like character. Right? Is that, what you're, is that what you're thinking? Essentially, I think like it's mainly just if I could distill it down to like a simple thing. It's like he is both operating with the moral high ground and as like a rebel outside of like society. And I'm like, you can't mix those two. Th- the Joker can't have a moral high ground over the people. But I'm not, I don't. I wouldn't equate him with the Joker at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it's like, would you equate him to Lord Voldemort? Yeah, yeah, you know, he reminds me of him for some yeah, reason. Very different. But, you know, like, I'm like, you can't both be a rebel without a cause and a villain with a cause. You know what I mean? Like, those two okay, things don't I compute that. I get in my that. mind. Um, but that's not, like, enough to give it, like, two stars or whatever you gave it. I gave it two and a half. Okay. And it's that's mainly because I've said this on the that's pod, like, a while back. Well, I know I you wanted... like the movie more than me. Well, because that's what I'm thinking, because I was, like, just thinking about how... Um, tar four and a half stars yeah how you get tar four <laughs> no that's only at four right now but um but <laughs> i was <laughs> i was <laughs> i was just thinking about how i really like um all the scenes between um i guess we're kind of i'm kind of leaking into some other stuff I mean, yeah, we can... but uh i really liked all the scenes between just Leak into whatever you want big boy <laughs> just anya and um rafe yeah, like the bathroom scenes were like some of my favorite parts. Like one, it like it's a, a, it a like, rare change of scenery, but and it also almost, just those two are, are really 
holding the weight of the yeah. movie. Yeah, it'll it touch almost... into like the personal depths of their characters. Mm-hmm. Too. How fun would this movie have been? Quick hypothetical: yeah. if that trailer never existed and they like surprise dropped it, like I never watched that better. trailer. Yeah. I never watched it. I saw oh, that really? trailer tons of times yeah, for I other movies. Theaters, I, yeah. yeah, I went into the movie knowing the only thing I knew about it was someone tweeted, "This is kind of like Ratatouille." That's, That's the only good. thing I knew. But I That's probably like, liked it so much. So when ask me why um, I liked what's it so like much. the first drop that happened? Was it when the dude kills himself? Yeah, that was the yeah. Big so one. when that happened, I was like, "Oh, this is what kind of movie this mm-hmm. is." I was like, that "Oh, okay." <laughs> that it um, had I not known like a lot of what was going to happen because of that trailer. It would have made those moments even better, the moments between Anya and him, because I never like clearly let's talk about just like the first interaction between them when he's like, you shouldn't be here. You're not supposed to be here. You should leave. And it's like, because I know what's going to come, the only interpretation I have is Rafe is like trying to protect her. Mm hmm when it would have been a lot more interesting if I didn't know that. And it just seemed you like he was... You know what I thought? What? I was like, I think this guy has Asperger's. <laughs> that's, that's the vibe you were catching? <laughs> well, I... The only thing I knew was it was like Ratatouille. So I was oh. literally like, this is a full-blown And you think the, the lead of Ratatouille has Asperger's? <laughs> well, it's just like, <laughs> this guy just... He's protective about his space. This is actually a He doesn't really have social successor. bounds. Yeah, a spiritual like, sequel to Ratatouille. Like, uh protective owner of his space this is yeah. what happens after the rat dies in ratatouille <laughs> so like i don't know i just didn't have any cynical thoughts about that interaction okay if i could ask one more question before we get into yeah. the meat and potatoes for sure um what, what do you guys think about the commentary in the sense of so like for instance the fact that he feels that he is morally like sound in his decision making, he's like, yup, mm-hmm. this is the right thing for me to do. He's convinced everyone there to do it with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone rock solid conviction. Yeah. But Which then I give props to. that mixed with him being like kind of going on the fly and being like, um, so you went to college. Yeah, okay. Then I don't died. think he was going on the fly. Like, I don't think he was in full control about who was there and everyone for, for was that for, for that one at least like he knew that she was going to be there exactly like but they're Margo representatives the of like of the elite yeah of the people who like the celebrities who scrounge off his yeah, do you want to know something that i realized like after i thought about this film more that i wish they would have like illustrated more of what that clearly what had happened was like this island had become a cult and that's why they're like in this death spiral mode and are like, we need to kill each other and ourselves. And why I think it kind of justifies him making it up on the fly and whatnot, because that is what happens with the cult leaders is they're like, I'm 100% positive of my convictions that um, this guy has to die because of a reason I just made up. And it's like, it's this complete death mm-hmm. drive and whatnot. And I was like, after I thought about that more, I'm like, oh, that would have been. A nice thing to have, actually. Yeah. And that would have helped. I'm not mean. mad at it. I was just like, it took me a while to realize. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's clearly that's what was going um, on. And that would have helped it lean more into the horror genre. Because this is mm. labeled as a horror. This is labeled as I mean, black it was comedy giving, horror. It was giving it was big the... midsummer vibes at a lot of points to me. But like, I don't know if I'd actually qualify this as a, as a horror movie. And I think it's like a very good thriller. Um, and one of the things that 
why I liked it, and, and I also we'll talk about this in, in what works and also in nitpicks, is I think I agree with you that part of it came up short. This is a a, a satire, mm-hmm. um, also a, a thriller and a horror and a comedy, but I don't think the satire aspect of it works very well. Same. It, but I think it's like a very good thriller. Yes, and I do. I do personally like think of it as a horror film, but yeah, that's what I mean too. Like that's basically yeah. what all my complaints come from is the actual like satire side. Yeah, of it. and I, I, I don't think I think that there are there are are holes in that, but mm-hmm. I don't need that to enjoy it because um, mm-hmm. I think that like if you if you if you want to take the big brain part out of it and and just enjoy a movie, I'm I'm like equating this more to like Bullet Train than I am to like Tar. Interesting, and that's definitely like that's that's too with like one of the things I said in my review is I was like, you can either have your satire commentary mm-hmm. or you can have your bullet. Tr- like yeah. I didn't, put I love how, how bullet train has, has just <laughs> been like new... a, a, our <laughs> metaphor for just like dumb movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, like dumb fun. A movies. good yeah. dumb fun. Yeah. And we, it's we, like, like, and it's like, yeah, it's like you can either have your dumb fun or you can have satire. You can't mix and match. There is a way to mix and match, but you have to be very talented. You have to be Adam McKay. Mm. <laughs> but and make the movie don't look up <laughs> you uh uh like fucking well i haven't seen white lotus not me about to be like like white lotus <laughs> show i haven't even seen that kind of does it a little bit though yeah, but like from what bit. i've seen of clips i'm like yeah there's just some straight up dumb comedy in this and you get that's a luxury you get to have i think that glass onion had some dumb comedy in it mm-hmm that they got to indulge in because they were smart. And in this movie, we're going to get into themes and I'm going to start it off by basically describing the first one. This movie like really is about um, this like d- class divide mm-hmm. in, in how like, we need to like rebel against the rich, which is like such a common theme in like this year. Like so many movies have been about this. I feel like, like Oh yeah. Like that was where I haven't uh, seen it, but triangle of sadness, like the whole thing. Yeah. We were talking well, about. there's one, to me, to me, at least, I mean, I think a lot of people would say it's like, well, that's because of, you know, late stage capitalism yeah. and we're all feeling the strain. To me, it's less indicative of Hollywood actually having a good heart and more indicative no, of Parasite winning 15 Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like even Tar is like that a little bit. You're talking about White Lotus. That's like, like this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, really, like the, the narrative of Hollywood in the last like for sure year, maybe two, um, honestly, it's post post parasite you're right mm. uh is rich people bad like we mm-hmm. need to we need to and that's real quick that's that's up. you reminded me of another reason why i had beef with this is because this one felt it lacked conviction to me in the sense of you know it felt like they were playing uh okay everyone wants rich people bad all right so boom also men bad so here's a part where we get into that and then we're not really going to explore that anywhere else. And then this bad. And they were like, let's just keep making sure we check all our boxes and kind of focus group this thing out. And as long as we cover all that uh-huh. and it's like fun and funny and yada, yada, it's a hit. And it's like, but what did you actually like want to say or want to do with this is what I was kind of like. Like I didn't really think about it that way. I thought it was like a basically a cre- I thought of basically uh, what is the metaphor? Is that what I'm going for? Metaphor. Uh, like uh, the chef is a director, and very that's much what he's an trying al- to. Yeah. You could definitely very much equate this to, to uh, the, 
the filmmaking process, but really the process of making art. It's all about food being art and people sucking mm-hmm. that which, which creative into, like life out of you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what my, the person wants to do, and this was just the realization. Of well, that's something that's funny to me too. To is like if this is like an analog to the creative process mm-hmm. of a film, then are they intentionally showing that like? For instance, uh, at the end, when he's, you know, kind of making up reasons why he's mad at the world. And like, when I talked this over with someone, it was like, okay, so you're saying that people who engage with your film critically, i.e. the food critics, Mm -hmm. and like assign a rank to it or whatnot, and Mm -hmm. say certain art is bad, certain art is good. So they're automatically bad people uh, yeah, well, if they say people. that certain art is bad. You, you're, you're bad. No, I'm clearly bad. Yeah, you're the worst. <laughs> and then, and it's like, but then you're going to turn around and be goofy with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but then you, again, you can't wink and complain okay. at the same time. That's a, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that point. I just think that for this movie in particular, it doesn't bother me at all. I, yeah. I if, if I don't think it's taking itself like too seriously. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, okay, like this movie's having fun. Yeah. And it's like sprinkling a little bit of those notes in. And I like, guess like that. Yeah. Sorry. That's like what it comes down to is it's like, I totally understand and agree that like, they are just kind of like, you know, they're saying like, Oh, we're a little annoyed by this, but you know, we're having fun. Yeah. And it's like, I guess it just comes down to like, how much does that bug you? Cause yeah. that bugs the shit out of me when you're going to like say like, we need to eat the rich. This is, this is out of control. Late stage capitalism. Fuck this. Yeah. And then just turn around and be like, but what if we kept it all the same? <laughs> what if we just kept the status quo? And it, it's like, that's just annoying. Well, this like, isn't, but I'm getting overly negative. This isn't now. an art house movie at all. Like Tar, yeah. Tar can do that. And like, we can be critical about yeah. that. Um, because like, that's like the point of the movie, but this is like, this is like a mainstream movie. Like they want people to come see it. They want exactly. to have fun. Uh, it's it's like a a level above like your typical uh, action or, or thriller movie. It's like, yeah, it's, it's it's doing the work to put some it's ideas like out there. It's like a B as far as like art house goes. Yeah, maybe not even. Yeah, yeah. B if you're gonna say but, no, I mean like if you're gonna say like bullet trains a C. Yeah, this is like a, then it, this is a B. It, it's it's for sure distinctly above that yeah and like, then like a24 is a a plus is like tar yeah s is i don't think you could pay is... me to watch tar again banshees is s Ban- banshees was really good we love banshees okay but um what you were literally just talking about before we went on this little tangent we're talking about the themes my next two ones are literally oh, what you just God. said uh the process of art and then consumer culture and the lack of appreciation for the process of art. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, class division or class warfare, uh, pretentious nature of ultra fine dining, and then the impact yeah. of influence. Pretentious nature of like all consumption of like yeah. high art per yeah, se. Pretty much. They're just focusing it all through this. It is honestly, the more we bring it up, the more it's cracking me up that this and Tar came out so close to each other and yeah. how one was a fully like no fucking around and we're going to use uh fucking maestro and orchestra as yeah. an analogy for all art. And then this one was like the exact same thing with food, but a completely different tone. Yeah. Very different movies talking about 
kind of the same thing a little mm -hmm. bit um, and how we view art. Um, anything else, uh, themes you want to talk about before we? I just liked all, I guess I can hold on to all things I like. Sure. Um, any highlights? I oh, didn't really have a negative scene. I liked, I don't know, I was in it the whole movie. Yeah, I, I think thought, it was kind of very enjoyable. It was kind of led I mean, by, like, um, I keep wanting to say Anna Diarmas, but that's not Anya, Anya Taylor, Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. I, don't, I, don't she, have I was kind of just, she was amazing. And yeah. Kind of, if there were any slow parts, that's what led me I also want to say, now knowing what I know and seeing that trailer again, and now I completely see, especially that one, uh, please never say mouth feel again. Yeah. That's completely an Emma Stone written line. Yeah. Then we give her the red hair. Now I'm even more impressed by that performance because they really just asked her to put on the skin of another actress. And she was like, yeah, sure. Okay. That's uh, when she got back from calling the what the Coast Guard or whoever she called. And they're mm, like, did yeah, you call yeah. somebody? She's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, How do you do that? I can't believe I didn't like, see that at all. Mm. Yeah, but not, yeah, she not, did a great job. That scene had me by the fucking balls because I had no idea. No, that what was happened, a great, great tense scene. I definitely didn't know either. I had it in like the back of my head the whole time. Like that's something real quick. I wish they would have done right there. Is I felt like, um, like that was a great scene. I loved when it turned out that he was one of them. Mm -hmm. But I was like, such a missed opportunity to just have Rafe go. Like it would have been funny if you'd been like. He was right there the whole time. How did you guys not <laughs> recognize him in the kitchen? Because that would have been a great moment because the audience would have had to laugh too because it's like, oh, how did I not notice that character in the background and then was see that he's he the same the background, guy? I'm tempted to rewatch and no, see I don't if he's think right he was. in the kitchen. I might have been. I don't well, because they, they, they show like a shadow character. Because they could have fucking... I didn't see anybody in the kitchen. Well, they're probably... I saw the dude who shot himself in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Yeah. Hard to forget him. Was he the one that Nicholas Holt came up and asked about like the liquefy yeah. or whatever? I was gonna say yeah. I thought that was him. I was like, yeah. he probably just killed himself over that conversation. I like the critic at that part going, "It's all it. It's an art thing." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the food. The critic was. Uh, the yeah. critics were hilarious. Yeah, uh, I did really like uh, uh, Nicholas Holt. Um, yep, he he's played his, great at playing. He like played a, what he represented really well. He was playing yeah. American Psycho. Yeah, yes. he was doing a great job of being like. Do you know he almost got Batman? Ooh, really? Mm -hmm. I would not have liked. No, that. I wouldn't like it either. I'm glad I didn't get it. But, <laughs> yeah. well, I had, well, Patterson got it, so uh, he was fucked. But for, for those of you who 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 don't know who Nicholas Holt is, I don't think he's a very household name. Only uh, really that, good actor. Though. Only thing he's that I like to know and love in. him from is Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, he was he yeah. was uh, um what's the character's name? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. I don't know any. Yeah, character he's, he's, he's all yeah. fucked up wearing makeup, like one of the. Uh, the Mad Max good people, movie, though. Holy what are they shit. Called? Skull Boys? Yeah, something? one of the main guys. Skull. I think it is Skull Boys. And uh, he, he's movie, also in. That movie fucking He's rocks. in Warm Bodies. He's like the zombie Warm, warm Bodies. bodies. I've still never seen that. Um, So he like transforms a lot in his roles. Mm -hmm. I hear he's great in that Catherine the Great show. Is that the one I, he's in? I haven't seen that. I, I know he's in a few. Good. He's in a couple TV shows in mm -hmm. the last couple of years, I think. But obviously. Oh, shit. Uh, The Favorite. Oh, he is in he's The Favorite. He's so good in The Favorite. Yeah. I haven't seen The Favorite. Yeah. Uh, the but this performance is really you haven't won't watch any of the um whatever that Greek fuck Yorgos Yorgos I've seen that and um, is he in the Yorgos movies? Is the he's in the favorite movie? the favorite's a Yorgos movie. I've seen I've seen the favorite and right I'm killing of a the sacred deer. Are we talking right? about the one that won uh Broman the Oscar uh um, favorite won the Oscar? I'm pretty sure. I mean, no, I'm Anthony Hopkins sure. won the Oscar for it, right? Anthony Hopkins is in it. I think no. What am I thinking of? I think the favorite itself. You're thinking of that is, movie where he's a grandpa or whatever? What did uh, Anthony Hopkins win the Oscar for over Black Panther? 
Isn't that the one? Okay, let me look it up. The father or something like that. The father, yeah, yeah. the father, not the yeah. favorite. Very different than the favorite. The favorite is like old Victorian era. Oh, he did a beautiful job. I was watching that on a fucking airplane monitor, and I was <laughs> like leaning in, like, "What the fuck? This is lit so beautiful." What'd you do during the sex scene then on an airplane with the chick? Dude, I watched Full Metal Jacket <laughs> next to a seven-year-old. Okay, we need. A... <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> we need to reel it back. In. <laughs> Did you go now? Go home and tell your grandpa to sing the Mickey Mouse. Song. I was trying so hard not to laugh as like people were just getting shot and killed, and I was just kind of going like this, like, and he was just like had despicable me playing. It was like, oh, he was, and I was like, attention. don't look over, he don't fucking look job. over. Um, and you're in the prostitute for for, <laughs> for a movie that is like really dominated by two actors. Nicholas Holt does a really good job of coming mm. in and. and being like one comic relief, but also like playing like a big and holding his guy. Yeah, and and, and, and yeah. while we're at it, like no part too small. John Leguizamo does a perfect everyone job in this yeah. whole as movie just like just good. basic comic relief. Yeah, there is there is. I will always have a soft spot in my heart for him because Sid was my first favorite character ever in anything. Yeah, there's maybe like eight actors in this Ice movie Age. that all do he like a really good Sid? job. Yeah. How am I just finding this out? <laughs> I remember like looking up who that was and being like, "Mom and Dad, this is my favorite actor. I love him." My parents I were like, love "Okay." <laughs> my parents I were like, "No, you're supposed to like now Owen that Wilson." You say it. <laughs> now that you that makes total sense. Yeah. I don't know how I never put. He's goaded. We fuck with John Leguizamo. Um, yeah, and then the dude uh, killing himself really. Yeah, that was hard. That was uh, that was a great scene because that, that was really so shocking. Set the tone. Before and that, and that was like, like, do you want my life? Yeah. Like, that yeah, like whole monologue was it, good because it was like, I was like, I truly don't know what the fuck is going on. Up to that point, on. I thought the movie was Ratatouille. So yeah. I definitely didn't think they were going to kill themselves oh, until yeah. that moment. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I, oh, sorry. That's another it's best all scene. part of the menu. Is when Anya goes, if I'm with you guys, do I get to survive then? He goes, oh, no, we're all dying. <laughs> I was, I laughed. I like uh, when the John Leguizamo, what the fuck is his last name? Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Um, I was like, fuck, now, this is real, but... isn't it? No, yeah, he's like, fuck. <laughs> just accept There's it. a scene, he had a line, do you guys remember the part where him and his manager were apologizing to each other for things they've done to each other? Who, yeah. Like he said, she said, I've been stealing from you. He said, yeah, I, know. I know. Yeah. And she said, he said, I know that you know. And then he said, I wrote a letter of recommendation like saying, you oh, no, I uh, wrote a negative review to you about that job do you guys remember what and he she, said after that and then she was like yeah you cc'd me yeah <laughs> that's that what so it was yeah. i burst out laughing i couldn't remember and oh my god I, I, that was so funny <laughs> that that was the funniest thing to me and him saying did you have student loans no then you will die those two i laughed the hardest he at. was good he had a really good comic relief <laughs> um when they cut the dude's finger off that was tough. That was good. So that was see man's get fucked. Was up. that before the wedding that was, ring? That was after the guy killed himself, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right after, because yeah. that's when they were like, "Oh wait, this definitely isn't just scripted." Yeah, because that's when they cut his finger off because he was like, "All right, we're leaving." Yeah. Yeah. Like, nope, we're gonna cut your finger off. Uh, his ring finger too. A ring finger. And then uh, when they bring all the everyone outside and like, "Are right, you forty-five seconds?" head start before we catch you <laughs> that was just like um the most i don't know intense i like when the I they're last, gonna kill him right there they didn't yeah kill the him. last guy hiding 
Yeah. Got like the treat. Wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so real like, quick. Do you want? What any? was the point of that? A little, a little funny joke. They just chased them, right? They didn't. Um, like, just... No, no. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean like what's the point I meant. Oh. Did they beat them up? Or I, think did they they... I thought they were gonna bit. like kill them and like I eat mean, them or something. I thought in... they were gonna sh- stab them all in the penises. They came in a little bloody. And... Yeah, they did. De- yeah. So, so I'm like, I couldn't tell bit. if they were implying that they were like falling while they were running and scratching themselves yeah. up or what they were. Implying. I think it was, was more hide and seek. You get caught, you get beat up. And that was a that was a funny scene too. Is when the women are trying to work her and be like, we could get you a restaurant, and then she's like, oh, I'm the one who brought up killing everyone, and they just all instantly are like, oh, okay, well, we're fucked. My idea is I'm pretty proud of it. Also, the scene before that when um the female chef is confronting um ralph that, about it oh that hurt that was like a uh pretty good scene i thought that was like yeah. pretty, pretty powerful but I mean, again that's where i was like i was confused like i was like what so now i definitely don't fuck with him yeah like before that i'm like oh he's kind you're, of an anti-hero like i'm like okay no, you're like, like i like this guy they, yeah, I, do, I'm like, I do know what you mean they do they do paint him in like different lights exactly like, i was like i was way. like he had the moral high ground as like this you know like not travis bickle but like you know like anti-hero like i'm out to get the world type mm-hmm. and then right there i'm like oh but he also he's just good. sucks so he's clearly so but or yeah and not even that he sucks he's that's clearly a power move of the upper class yeah you are the upper class and you've used this to be predatory so now you're not my anti-hero you're fucking part of the problem true so now i don't really so then so then i'm saying like you're kind of robbed of the catharsis of when she appeals to his humanity and and like does the burger i'm like well Well, everyone this would have meant so much more to me no and i liked that scene but i'm like it also kind of emotionally betrays itself because it's like but you establish that he's a predator, so I don't really care. Well, I guess redemption, but yeah, I, don't like I also kind of don't fucking fair, fair care. Fair point. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care either. Uh, yeah, we were talking about the captain scene. That was really good when she, mm-hmm. she's sneaking around. Uh, finally gets hope. Oh, radio's in. And... Oh. What? Well, I just read the next one coming up here. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite. We'll, I'm, we'll I thought for on. sure we're going to uh, get that we're going to have a new segment of when I have a take you guys don't like, you guys will put that card up there. Tyler's bullshit right there. What's your take? I'm confused. I'm no, no, no. When he, <laughs> when he serves the food and the title card comes up showing like oh. what dish it was. And it said like Tyler's bullshit. Yeah. And it was like undercooked. It's like, that's a dangerous image to exist. Yeah. So, on the internet. So, so probably <laughs> Probably my whole uh, that is funny. Uh, probably my my favorite scene of the whole movie is so Nicholas Holt's character Tyler. Yeah. Um. He like knows everything about everything. Everything they're doing, like the food. Yeah. Uh, He's a dick. Very rider. knowledgeable. Just just completely obsessed with. He talks with, like with he could chef. do it. Yeah. He likes to say the editing was bad. The writing could be better. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't know what he's talking. He is about. the representative of me. Yeah, <laughs> of Tyler's worldwide. And uh, um, Ruffines brings him up and he like, idolizes him. He's like a god. And uh, he says, well, since you know so much about everything, like, get in the kitchen, like, make something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, I don't know what ingredients you have. Like, we have everything. Yeah. Uh, what do you need? He's like, I need some leeks. He goes, leeks. Let's get this guy some leeks. <laughs> All of his ad libs were so yeah. fucking funny. Uh lamb like ooh, lamb all right 
uh, and just throws together the worst fucking. It's like, oh, you're gonna cook in butter? A revelation! <laughs> <laughs> and he cooks it for literally like like twenty seconds. He's like, yeah, it's done, chef. He's like, oh, it's done. And just yeah, makes it with the the worst possible meal. Uh, and I then want... literally tells him to go fucking kill himself, and he goes hangs himself in the back closet. Can you hear that when he whispers in his ear? No, you can't no. hear what he's okay. saying. We find out a little, which also very troubling. Mm-hmm. But he probably whispered. Do you think he whispered something similar, like "You can go back and roast with them, or you can go hang yourself in my closet"? Do you uh, think he said something I along those could, lines? I think I think he fully just leaned in and was like, "Kill yourself." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think this um, guy doesn't. This guy would do anything that Ralph Fiennes says. Yeah, which I thought that was interesting too, given that like, because he he explicitly says, "Correct me if I'm wrong," that he tells Anya after that, "I like added that for you. I went back. Like, I had to change the menu to make sure I did that." Oh, because he was so mad that. at him for switching out his date to kill. Oh, really? Woman. I missed that because he said something along the lines of that because he was like, "I know," because he apologized before he presented. He was mm-hmm. like. Sorry, we're going to go out a little off script here. Mm. So he was like, I'm going to have to make this guy kill himself for bringing this random woman here to die. Well, I think part of it, too. Yeah, I think part of it is because she wasn't supposed to be there. And uh, like uh, this Nicholas Holt's character is the only character that knows what's going on. He like voluntarily went to this experience knowing that everyone's going to die. And he brought a date that Mm -hmm. didn't know. He's basically just killing this girl. And and it's it's could be understanded that she's a prostitute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a call girl at the very an least. Yeah, an yeah, escort. Yeah. And uh, so she literally like pays for her for the night or the weekend or whatever, and say, "Hey, come with it, me with this. It'll be cool. Like, I just need company." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, sure. I'm probably making some money. We're gonna get some good food." He's like, "No, like you're gonna die." Uh, so not great. Not a good guy. That was a good like no. plot twist too. Yeah, yeah I like that plot a little, twist. A little, little extra layer. Definitely took um, me by surprise. Mm-hmm. And then, literally, the the saving grace of Anya Taylor Joy is having her insulting the food, and then having him make her a cheeseburger, hamburger. How he's employee of the month, bringing her back to his roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about that? I really liked. I, I liked it. It, it was brought, a bit. It was a bit like heavy handed, but it, it reversed. It just wasn't a representation of what made him lose his love for cooking. Yeah, or not heavy handed. Heavy handed is a word, but what's that? Uh, it kind of cheesy. It was just like kind like of that, that burger was pretty yeah, cheesy, it, which is funny. Burger, it was American, a pun. That, that burger cheese, yeah. looked so fucking good. But it, did look like, it, it was like it was like so the dialogue worked, and it worked being delivered by those yeah. two because yeah. I liked like for instance when he was like, "What kind of cheese?" And she's, she's like American, American and he's like the best kind of cheese. Notes, <laughs> and I was just geeking at like his tone still being like so his, his, high class. And be his like, inflection of everything, he's so good. Made, 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 I fucking, so I literally, much. he's in like my top tier of actors. I, I, I love like him a lot. so much. It's like him, Christian Bale, and like Daniel Day. I have Every to watch is. Grand Budapest again. I because dude, when I rewatched so Grand Budapest at, at, at the Heights Theater, right the first time you, you hit the wrong end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the Heights Theater, Grand Budapest Hotel, that went so hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I've never been more confident that this is a five star film than right now. Um, but yeah, basically, like, uh, so she at uh, Margot asked to take her 
cheeseburger and a to-go box. And he's like, you know what? I kind of like you. Get out of yeah. get out of here, you silly goose. Uh, Which worked. God, that burger looked so good when she was eating it on the boat, too. Basically because... Um, it did look fucking <laughs> gas. Yeah, it did. But basically the whole reasoning behind that being... And correct me if I'm wrong, because he didn't have any joy in cooking anymore and making something that someone actually wanted wanted to eat and enjoyed and will remember and even like one like really good piece of dialogue that kind of gets lost in the wash that i realized as i was like repeating it to other people that i really liked is uh her saying um how much is that gonna cost me (laughs) i think that really rooted him because he was like like 9.95 well no because he was kind of like it was giving big uh, how much could a banana possibly cost he's like 9.95 and she's like "Ooh, that's steep and he was like damn i'm fucking up <laughs> no yeah again very funny movie like i yeah this is a comedy you are not speaking about movie. this like a two and a half star movie time I'll, I was just talking I'll about like it was a like one it. and a half. I'll say that. <laughs> no, what's funny is I'm like the actual like comedy and whatnot mm-hmm. I like, and there's like some good frights and whatnot yeah. in it. It's just I and what that speaks of to me is good writing, good director, overproduced. Like I think the studio got its hands on it and was kind of like. You think Adam McKay and Will Ferrell fucked it up? because <laughs> i'm like i think there's just a few things where it seemed like focus grouped like they were like we sure. got to make sure we hit this 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 and this and they were like and we got to make sure and i think they were like sure fuck it yeah okay that works mm-hmm. and if it was really taking itself like super seriously i'd agree with you mm-hmm. but I, I just think it's trying to have a good time so well I'm, i think like, that's why that they decide. allowed that yeah. i think they were like yeah whatever we're, okay. we're having fun uh and then lastly I have uh, the the s'mores, uh, the the way they all go out with dessert. Yeah. You gotta get dessert in your Again, five course. I like cheeky. how I like how he described the s'mores too, because <laughs> that's exactly how I feel about s'mores. I don't uh, yeah, like I don't s'mores. Like s'mores. None of them mixed together. And what did he say? Like a travesty to the human palate. Yeah, like, yeah. Something <laughs> like, that. like the chocolate from uh, like war torn yeah. <laughs> areas of South America. Uh, water trapped with gelatinous sugar that yeah. has no dietary value whatsoever. <laughs> And then, uh, and then he said, "I remember industrial strength cracker." <laughs> yeah. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking so about? So they, they bring out uh, like marshmallow jackets and like put them on everyone, yeah, right? and, and plate they, and plate everything too. The, the that was very helmets. Yeah. the only thing I could think during that scene is I was like, if this was in a A twenty four movie, people would talk about that scene like that's the best fucking scene they would talk about it like the bear scene from it exactly because <laughs> yeah. i was like this is the bear scene but comedy and people would wet themselves and then they, they light the place up and and toast everyone like a s'more and everyone dies and, and they blow up i'm the glad bear. they actually did die by the way i was yeah. really worried they'd save them no i'm, I'm glad that it was just anya that was very that's where i was like okay this is a horror movie yeah. like, if this is a thriller they would all gotten out but in a horror film final girl we're out of here girl. All right, let's get into nitpicks. We already talked about a lot of yeah. nitpicks already. So, because um, that's the thing is, it's like as far as like, there's not too many like just horrible dialogue things. It's like, no. there's not too many outright nitpicks. It's just well, and we'll get to the ones here, but it's like I think I already said all of these. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's like one of those like satire. Like that's just thematically. Like either yeah. you did or did not agree with like the overall tone and whatnot. Yeah, the only other one you brought up earlier, like maybe exploring the 
old dude and her previous relationship a little more. Oh, yeah, yeah but yeah. like the cult, the, I kind of like the cult they, thing too. They dipped a little toe. Yeah, got out again. Kind of reeks of like, or that actually, that actually doesn't reek of like overproduction. But it's like, think about if you take out the whole him being a sex predator thing, and instead you get into the cult. Yeah, thing. like yeah, you could have, you could have left it out. I, I don't know about the cult thing. I'm not too. Yeah, I'm fine I mean, they didn't really at. need to. Like I said, once I thought about it more, I'm like, oh, it was implicit. And I think about because my big that was another. Sorry, real quick. That's one of my big problems was I was like, so I'm to believe that all these people weren't like, oh, this guy's nuts. And I was like, oh, because they're in a cult. Yeah, no, they feel the same way he does. Yeah, I, I, the I do, same rep- groups of people have taken their joy out of cooking. And but then when you have a charismatic leader telling you that, like, it doesn't even matter if you actually agree True. with it or not. So, Your brain's just like, yep. I do think that if you do add more of the cult aspect, it does lean more into horror, Mm -hmm. but I think that it benefits from being ambiguous a Mm -hmm. little um, because it's more of a, it's more fun. It's more of a comedy. Yeah, like I said, it's once like, you think about probably, the horror, think, you, look how ridiculous yeah. this kitchen is. They probably is. don't yeah. want to give into that trope where it's like a lot of indie horror is yep. all cult based. Exactly, because if it would have the other, the other like, like the other possible outcome of this movie is if they would have really leaned into it, there's also a chance it would have been like, oh, that was way overdone. They could have just subtly implied yeah. that that was that. Um, one more nitpick I was gonna throw in there real quick. Um. One second. It was kind of off something you had written there. Uh... Yeah, keep going up and down as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking remember now. I had one more little thing, but... Um... Oh! Uh, uh, it was very early on. Um, it had something to do with when you tell about the old man. Um, oh! How did you guys feel about him bringing up like his childhood? I wish they would have followed that thread a little oh, bit Oh, we more. didn't talk about the mom thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I kind of like it. Uh, I like kind of explains a little bit why he is how he is. I, it I does liked, and it doesn't. I liked having his mom in the corner. Yeah, drunk. I like that. Yeah, I just wish she got up and got a bottle wine, of wine yeah. when they're all outside. What that made me wish for though was that all of his little like interjections, you know, like here's me, here's me presenting the dish, would have been kind of just a chronological him painting how he came to this point. Like if that would have been the first dish, then the next one he's like, then I got my first restaurant. And then you gave it a bad review, or yada yada. You know what I mean, and kind of and kind of folded that, it in that way. Save that note. Um, I have something for unanswerable questions. Okay, yeah. That, that we. Should I don't talk think about. he hated the critic for a bad review. He hated the critic for good reviews she gave. Exactly. Him and bad reviews. Yeah. He gave I was to... just like spitballing. And also, a she said way. like she like like three restaurants closed down because of her. And yeah. Like, what the fuck do you know? Yeah. Like shit like that. Okay, let's move it on. What works and let's fucking fly through this shit um uh of uh, lord voldemort uh again great performance he did so such a good job yeah. Bonnie taylor joy they carried the movie whole cast we already talked about it mm-hmm. i like the thriller aspect i like the comedy aspect yeah didn't quit it to horror perfect date movie yeah, I'm great date movie you. that's what yeah. i that's my b- biggest takeaway unless right unless i was, like, I was the ironic thing was i was thinking horrible date movie if your name is Tyler, oh. <laughs> I don't even think about your name as Tyler. Yeah, I, yeah, I got docs we, on the last. Yeah, we clarified in the last pod. Oh, really? Yeah, his <laughs> real name. Is Hannah called him Tyler, and I was like, I don't think our audience knows who that is. But yeah, and it's like it. Um, yeah, no. If your name's Tyler, you're looking bad in the light. <laughs> you do not want any similarities being drawn. Yeah, no. Uh, I thought the set design was really good. Um, the the island, the building. Um, I, I like the kitchen. 
I'm a sucker for a good kitchen. Yeah, I like the set. Yeah, I, I, I think like about a it. I like a really good like not many locations. Yeah, it's a but very a contained one, little chamber drama. They did a lot yeah, with very that much one chamber. small space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like ninety percent of the movie is in in the kitchen. It's yeah. like an open kitchen in the dining room area, so you see everything, which is perfect for this movie. And then yeah. go outside a little bit, go in the bathroom a little bit. You're, you're in the boat in the beginning, but uh, yeah, good good area. Uh, they really commit to the bit the whole time, mm-hmm. which. Uh, in and out, in and out of the movie, in and out of the script, like they, they know what they're doing. They're committed. <laughs> uh, uh, the fact that Margot's not supposed to be there with with awesome, good, good twist. Like I couldn't couldn't imagine it being as good if we didn't have that perspective character to yeah totally. to look through. But that's just good writing, which is what Triangle said. Um, and I thought the critic, the critic <laughs> aspect, both of the critics uh, uh, were really good too, and. Uh, more so like the the way that we can analyze uh, like art through it like that aspect of the, of the movie I, I like oh yeah and especially I love that coming from a two-bit hack uh, mm-hmm. critic as myself <laughs> <laughs> and then who in the movie uh, who do you guys think I think uh, the director Mark Mark Mioad Malloyd. Malloyd. Mark Malloyd let me check some real quick like I hmm, that's a good question. Like it really opened it up. He can do whatever yeah. genre he really wants to. I, I think both uh, uh, Ralph and Anya like they're impact they're the fine. movie a ton, and they they make it what it is. Yeah, but, Rafe doesn't have anything to prove. After but yeah, Grand neither Budapest. one of them really has anything to prove. And, and not only Grand Budapest, he is a well. No, I know, but I just say Grand too. Budapest because he yeah. got Best Actor for that. Okay. But uh, I didn't really know who Mark Malloy was before this movie, yeah, I had and, then, no idea. and then looking back, I was like, oh, I have seen. Allergy in the house. That's all it. of Succession, <laughs> all of Game of Thrones, which yeah. he does like a few episodes here and there. Not a ton of Game of Thrones, like six episodes maybe. And then pretty much most of Shameless, and I like a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, so he's seen. I've I've seen tons of his work that I really like a lot. And there's a lot of Succession in this movie. I think too. Um, they they tie it in together very much. Um. Uh thematically yeah well ironically i have actually never seen any of those shows succession a succession or game of thrones or uh whatever the third one and he does he does other ones too yeah those are just three ones that i i like (laughs) oh um but uh the counter argument i'll i'll provide real quick is i don't know how much of mark my Lloyd stamp is actually on this. It actually does. The more I hear that remind me of like a long episode of like a succession or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that I could see him just saying, yeah, I just kind of pinch hit it on that movie real quick. I came in, just shot what you guys told me to shot. Yeah. And I'm just going probably back didn't. to getting crazy checks. It was probably pretty <laughs> episodes. It's probably pretty cheap. They probably filmed pretty fast. And the pushback I'll give for in favor of Anya is, I was actually a bit worried about her going into this. She had a ton of momentum after King's Gambit, mm-hmm. Queen's Gambit, Queen's, Queen's, Gambit, Queen's right? Gambit. Northman, she was very underutilized. Mm-hmm. Last Night in Soho was not as good as it should have been by any means. <laughs> and even though I thought she was good in it, underwritten part, it wasn't a very sure. good part. Hot. <laughs> Amsterdam. Fuck yeah, Amsterdam. But you liked her in Amsterdam. Too. I liked her in all these movies, but she's a stinker i think in... hollywood loves her she, yeah I, I was never really worried about so it. i will say i was a bit this worried moving be... into this one where i was like this if this is a stinker we start 
I'm worried. I'm not. My view will always be yeah. on Taylor Joy is winning after the witch. I'm not but worried about that. I, I was like, uh oh, if this one turns out to stink, she might be started to look at like box office poison. So in a way, I want to say she redeemed herself. I do think like as much as I'm hating on this movie, my hate with this movie has nothing to do with the performances or anything like that. It has to do with like the tone and the production. Mm-hmm. So um, we can do Mark Myloid, though. I don't think that's the narrative of Anya at all. Yeah, yeah. But I think if 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 Mark Myloid wants is, is looking to break into more future films. Exactly. He's done, he's done uh, everything he can. He's done a ton some smaller ones nothing like to, to great acclaim allergy in the house uh yes in i think that he definitely uh proved himself that he can he can handle some, yeah. some big stuff with yeah some big actors. regardless so, of whether so he runs with that yeah. baton or not he Giant, has it under like his belt that. casting what ifs do you have any ideas M- emma, stone emma stone we talked about yeah that's really the only thing i had um real quick i did see that it said a different uh director was supposed to direct it alexander Ooh. payne Who's, do we know anything familiar. about him Who that sounds familiar. he directed citizen ruth election about schmidt sideways the descendants the... i have never seen anything this month i don't think i've made. seen any of those oh half of these are stinkers downsizing was a horrible oh, movie. Downsizing Ooh, that sucks. Movie. That yeah movie honestly crazy. more yeah mark myloid fucking one because yeah. this could have turned out bad the guy um then the john ham word for the biggest cock does it have to be it has to be tyler uh uh yeah, Tyler. Tyler gets the Nicholas biggest cock award. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fuck, it, it, yeah. it should be Voldemort. It should be uh, Ralph Fiennes, but no, no. And that's something I appreciate actually. That like it was kind of this complicated character meets like a true sociopath, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I gotta make this guy kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy's way worse than I am. Okay, and then on to- yeah, the guy that is forced to kill himself is somehow still the biggest dick. <laughs> on to unanswerable questions. I didn't write this down, but I, I just thought of it when you were talking. Um, are we going to get slash would you want to see a prequel of Ralph Fiennes character? No, not at all. No, neither would I because it's, it would be all I maybe the only thing I'd be interested in is from right when he arrived on the island. Like they wouldn't be able to make it in the same. Tone, oh, you want to know what else was really stupid and like, just checking like boxes how we got here. Yeah. Real quick, we just got through this whole podcast without ever mentioning it, just completely checking boxes. Mm-hmm. The fucking angel investor, like I get that, but yeah. that was so overdone. Did, didn't need to be there. Yeah, and I was so like, like, I think it was just shot for the trailer. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, so, as so, I was watching it, no, no, you're totally right. Because yeah. as I was watching, I was like, oh, I can't wait to see why they drown this guy in this yeah. body of water. I wonder when that's coming. And I was like, oh. <laughs> same with the, same with the cake too. Bringing the cake out, like oh, here's that's for the trailer yeah, shot. That was just like, a, hey, yeah, it's also kind of punch funny in right there. Yeah. Um, um, so I would be interested in seeing it just from like the moment where his angel investor comes in and kind of see him, like I guess. But well, I would be happy does, with like a twenty minute. He short. represents I uh, the, production uh, meddling. I want to yeah. see like the is, the boot camp of like their kitchen. I bet Raph Rafe just showed up and was like, "Oh, it's just what I do." <laughs> already do this back in Ipsy. my only question is how do they drown him like, i know i wondered the same thing they, he has to be loose. suspended from all it's four loose. corners it's loose or maybe it's like not loose maybe it's no but it, you can see it maybe they put weights in them what's it hooked what's it oh yeah yeah no no honestly if someone if someone put lead in that vest and your arms are bound you will go under the water and never come back up all right that would be so hard to try to just and then kick your way out of that. Next unanswerable question is, uh, what 
piece of food in this movie do you think tasted the best? The, the cheeseburger. A million percent. That looks so fucking good. Because what are the options? The marshmallows? The bread that wasn't The bread oil? Yeah, the bread oil. The tacos might have been good. Undercooked lamb. The oyster, right? Yeah, the tacos might have been good. The Tacos might have been good. Oyster, if I had to rank them, I'd say chicken, oyster. Oh, the chicken did look good, too. But that No, no, sorry, sorry. Cheeseburger. That cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, oyster, chicken, tacos, rock. Oil, You're, Tyler's the bullshit. Scallops. What were the scallops? They had scallops, right? Did they? Remember the guy, the guy in the boat was harvesting them. That was another funny scene. Was when uh, uh, when she talked about breaking the emulsion. She goes, "This is a broken emulsion." And <laughs> he just brings her home. The chef has brought you a whole bowl of broken emulsion, <laughs> and he's just looking. At it. Um, I had a quick question. Yeah. Um. Now I do believe this was answered, but let me just float the idea. Sure. Do you think Nicholas Holt's girlfriend actually broke up with him? I think or... he fucking killed her and ate her. <laughs> I think she actually broke up with him because she's like he's you're a, a psychopath. Person. Now, yeah. what I had wished was that it would have come out that he just made that up so that he could bring a different woman that he didn't mind killing. That would be also very. Probable. I'm willing, almost willing to bet he didn't have a girlfriend to begin with. Yeah. Now this changes everything. Yeah. A Tyler who oh, that can't be. Yeah. I was getting worried for a little bit. I haven't I didn't I didn't meet Hannah for a long time. That you thought I made her up? I was I was I was getting there. You thought I, figment, I brought her to a twelve hundred dollar dinner. She was a Margo. Yeah. <laughs> the whole yeah, time. Right? The whole time. He hired, She's just a Margo. He hired someone to come on the pod. <laughs> the jury's uh, still out. Could be. Could Maybe. be. You never know. Um, the Vin Diesel Terrible at Acting Award. Who do you want to give it to? I don't know. I'm giving it to the mom. Oh, no. I love how every time we just go for the smallest role of the least amount of lines. Because it was such a good cast. Everyone in main cast was good. The dude who killed himself. You cannot choose someone from main cast. You just can't. I'll do the dude who drowned. That was mediocre at best. No, no, I know who it is. I know who it is. Uh, uh, there's like the group table of like the three dudes who were kind of being like yeah. douchebags the whole time. Uh, the one of them. The black guy? Not the black guy. <laughs> like the Mexican dude. Arturo? Is that who he is? Uh, I can't remember if that's his character there, name. On the, a black guy, um, Asian guy, and like a Mexican guy, not? right? I thought that dude was just white. <laughs> Might have been a white guy. No, he's like Cuban. Is he Cuban oh. or something? Arturo. Arturo Castro. Yeah, him. I didn't Careful. think he was that bad. Careful. I didn't think he was that bad. That's a Castro. You better watch what you I, I didn't like him. I don't think he was. But I, he's played a very unlikable person. I didn't like his character. Yeah. yeah, but. Yeah, I honestly, I can't even weigh in because I'm too biased because <clears throat> I he's from Broad City. So anytime I see him, it's like, I'm like, ha ha. You like Broad City? <laughs> Dude from Broad City. Like it just cracks me up seeing him in a role <laughs> that isn't just this completely over the top. Dude. All right. Well, who do you want to give the word? Um, to? I'll give it to Dude Who Drowned, Angel Investor. Honestly, I yeah, I wasn't completely sold on that. I didn't. His acting wasn't that great. So this is our fiftieth straight Vin Diesel cop out award. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he wasn't that great. It almost been, then, it only exists for two or three movies yeah. where we're pissed off. <laughs> yeah, we've we've had a lot of good casts. Uh, yeah, in the last couple movies, so we've been happy with it. Uh, any Oscar noms? It could get it, a screenplay nom. Yeah, I think it gets a screenplay. You think so? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Do you think it would get a best actor, or best actress? No, I, I think it's a very. I hope it. 
Eh. It won't. I, I think it's a very a lot of stiff competition. Do you think right there's the a thing, supportive though. in there for one of the other people? No, they weren't, they weren't big enough. And there's like a ton of uh, of very impressive acting. Uh, no, you're totally right. They weren't big enough categories. But I will say, is there a chance that uh, the Oscars darling Adam McKay is able to swing some weight and no. get this something? No, because I think Steven Spielberg is throwing all the weight he can oh my God. to get uh, the Fableman. He's swinging and, that Fable dick. Which, right? he, doesn't, <laughs> which he never <laughs> does, but it seems like he's uh, doing... Yeah, what am I talking about? We have James best. Cameron... Oh, wait, will James Cameron make the cutoff? He, it'll be in December, I think, right? Yeah, I think yeah so. so he will. James Cameron and Steven Spielberg are in this award cycle, so this is going to get a little crowded. <laughs> and I didn't like Avatar 1, so I can't yeah. wait until we do that pod. Okay. Awesome. I don't think it's going to get a... No, I mean, might get might get screenplay. Have they sent you the screener for that one? I'm sure they're definitely no, going to send out I, a bunch of screeners. I don't think they're going to send me the screener for uh, Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Or the, is it The Way of Water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Way of Water. Holy not, shit, not the it looks bad. I don't get these movies. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm I won't lie. I, was, I, hate, I don't... I fucking can't stand the original one. I don't like James Cameron. Oh, really? I think everything he's done is overrated. That's and not then, true. I can't lie. Recently, I saw the trailer before I think the menu, and I was kind of like, "Damn, this looks good." What? I, was, I, was like, I don't know why. I suddenly I'm excited got excited. I, I like that. That was good. And I was like, "Damn, I guess that's his talent," because I just got excited for some reason. It's definitely like a big. All he does is like event ties shit. So. And like, what's sad? I, I literally complained so much about this with the original. I fucking hate. How people are like, but the CGI is so good. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. I, I can play a video game CGI. that looks way better than that. I watched but now, them fuck with their hair. But then here's the thing. This time I saw it and I'm like, damn, the CGI looks fucking cool. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, not me literally complaining about people saying that yeah. for years. And then turn around and being like, damn. I'm going to make a sequel to the menu where it's us in a podcast. And I'm like, Taike keeps complaining about things. And- <laughs> Doing that exact thing. And then just every time I have a take, they we put in the title card of Tyler's Bullshit. Tyler's Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to murder both of you. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, all right, good guy, bad guy. Um, Bad guys first. I just thought of a good guy. Bad guys first? Bad yeah, guys, my bad, bad guy is Kanye first? West. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. For no... For no reason. Just let them, let them find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find out exactly. Um, yeah. my bad guy is who knows what he's gonna do in it's not for between, what he's done, it's what he's doing next. And <laughs> who knows what's gonna happen between now and the time that we release this episode. Yeah. So true. Vagueness is key here. Get ready for a for a steaming plate of Tyler's bullshit. Yes. My bad guy is the second half of Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> I don't hate this take actually. Boof uh Full Metal Jacket, great movie. Um yeah. Whole movie, whole movie's good. First half, great. Whole, whole movie's good. Mickey Mouse, First Mickey half is Mouse, definitely better. <laughs> yeah, second half's still good. Yeah, no, it is. But <laughs> the apocalypse now eats the second half's lunch. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your bad guy? My bad guy is uh, I went to a World Cup watch party for the USA versus um, Iran no. match, and. Packed fucking house. It's got to be now. Not a menu in sight. Can barely, like, barely get drinks. Like, you know, the vibes. Like, wasn't complaining really about that. the fucking vibes. Get my tab. I had three beers. Guess how much each fucking beer was at this packed-ass World Cup party? $7.99. 
fifteen dollars. <gasps> That's pint? horrible. So my I had three beers. That's god waffle. Damn near a fifty dollar. It was more than fifty dollars, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And I'd I'm like, tough. just give a special. It's the World Cup. This happens once every four give years. There's three hundred fucking people in this tiny ass oh, yeah. bar. They were making money. And I'm like, you have four people behind the bar, like who are drowning, like. Just cut it a little bit. Cut it. Like, <laughs> Give me a break. But yeah, okay. that was infuriating. That's tough stuff. My good guy. I I I have an announcement. Oh, <laughs> for my good guy. I meant to talk about this last pod, and uh, as soon as we finished recording, I was like, "Fuck." Uh, my good guy is the Alamo Draft House season pass. <gasps> I am now an official owner, a member. This is crazy. Of the Alamo Draft House season pass so we it's been a long long time coming i have a new home theater i've been bouncing around to a couple for a while now alamo draft house guy twenty dollars a month free movie every day what mm-hmm. how is that a thing yeah you have to do it on the I app i paid fifteen dollars to go to the menu last night and they didn't start the movie for the first <laughs> 35 minutes and i was losing my I, shit that's a crazy i know i'm stat. telling you, you you go to two movies a month you're making money uh, you have to do it online. You get a $2 fee for doing it. I don't care. It's like $2 for a movie, whatever. That's so, crazy. So big proponent of the Alamo Draft Where House. Where is the Alamo Draft it, House? It's in Woodbury. Okay. So it's like the, the only one in the state is, is the, the, the Twin Cities one, which is Damn in, in Woodbury. But it's not that far from here. Yeah, it's right, right on the highway. In uh, Lucky you. Uh, that is huge. And it's a dope theater, too. Like They have... I also have a drinks and food I also have a beef yeah. with uh, brings you right to your table. Maple Grove. All right, I'm doxing myself. <laughs> uh, just a certain city. <laughs> I frequent. One of the maples. I frequent <laughs> Maple Lake. The closest Lake. movie, closest movie theater is 15 minute drive. Ooh, closest. That's movie insane. Theater. They don't and have one in the Arbor Lakes. Not one. That's closest wait, ones in Champlin. There is a big one They're in Arbor close. Lakes. Oh, that's horrible. So I get a new one. I have to go to. No, they won't. I have to go to Willow Creek, or Champlin. Willow Creek. And Willow Creek's twenty minutes away. You're doxing yourself. Willow Creek's fucking goaded. Well, if we really want to dox yourself, we lived across the street (laughs) from Willow Creek. (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore, but we did. (laughs) Uh, My good guy of the week. Missed that place. Henry Selleck. Say his name. Give him his respect. I watched Coraline on the plane. Give that man his fucking respect. That might be a five star movie. That did was you see, he did the new one with uh, Jordan Peele, right? Yeah. No, nope. I have not seen that I yet. It was not good. Oof. Oof, but I'll tough. tell you what, that motherfucker made Coraline. And if you watch Coraline the way Coraline's I did, great. which is the whole time you watch it, you say to yourself, "What would I be thinking if this was a Studio Ghibli movie?" You will say, <laughs> "I would have given this five fucking stars." If this was Studio. Did Ghibli. you also watch this one on a plane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was knocking shit out on the plane. Oh my god! Coraline eats Full Metal Jacket's lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> every time every time you say lunch, I'm gonna. I think of the. I think you should leave. Skip was like, I'm gonna throw out your pretty little lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. That lunch is a heap of Tyler's bullshit right there. Uh, you want me to say my good guy? Yeah, well, you. You're the or, oh, oh, I just signed line. off. My line. bad. Um. <laughs> Uh, my good guy is Tyler Adams. He is a defensive midfielder for the United States national Let's team. Go. He's a fucking beast on that pitch. Holy shit, he is good. Um, I can't wait to watch him just 
dominate the Dutch fucks at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Oh, soccer. This um, whole time, you said midfield. I thought it was baseball. Uh, so. Defensive? Yep. Also, that's not a, a baseball not position. A position. <laughs> not a position. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie dice. A, a defensive midfielder, a very multi-sport position. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a beast. I can't wait to uh, watch the United States make it to the final eight. Um, it's been a pleasure. All right, tight. So we'll be back next week. Next week with something we got to talk about it. Go USA with another meal, a oh, delicious, yeah. a that. delicious glass onion. <gasps> Intrigue. Cut that, out. <laughs> cut, that, cut, that out. cut that. Cut that. Number one, the bank wanted drug yeah. screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having.